Hey, hey, hey. Uh oh. We got Big Arnold in the house. Big Arnold. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, I just had a stroke. You heard it live on air. <laughs> Big Arnold is like in Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah, in the fucking the fucking Soviet Union channel of <laughs> what happened? Hey Arnold, Fat Albert. I get it. It's so funny. I mean <laughs> what <laughs> Oh man, I'm just glad that I'm not sounding like a mother for the first oh, the, you know, it's you God. this time. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> hi everybody. Welcome Hi. to the I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. That's <laughs> a service industry podcast about w- lots of different things. Oh, there is in this in this rich tapestry of life. You know, we've created quite the little culture here. The little culture that is yes. universe, etc. People say there's a monoculture. They're not tapped into FOH. Uh, yeah, that's right, Kelly. That is correct. Um, <clears throat> Kelly, how are you doing today and always? <laughs> today and always, I'm great. It is a beautiful Sunday here in New York City. Hmm. We're having like a kind of, I guess it's still August, so it's not like Indian summer by any means, but it's, we're having a pop of, pop of hot, mm, love which that. is nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right. How are you? I'm doing well. It is um <clears throat> gray here in Oregon, but I will take it over scary fires. So yes. I'm into it. I got my flannel on, as you can see. I can see. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah. So what have you been up to? Question mark? What else? I know when was the last time I th- we talked, oh, we talked a week ago, but it was like, I had fit it in before work, so we're just like, we're rushed. Yeah. Rushed. Everything's fine in New York But City. now everything's fine. Um, yeah. Just been, you know, chilling. 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 August stuff. August. I know. I, uh, I hate the summer mostly because I can't think straight and, uh, that is, continues to be the case. Um, but I had a very busy week where Mm -hmm. i uh some workers went on strike which was great i'm glad that they did that um but you know it's a lot of um people don't think about the admin behind that is certainly the case there's a lot of admin there's a lot of admin i'm happy to do it it is simply my job but um you know there's a lot of admin on the back end and uh uh you know a lot of a lot of emotion going in there um and then also we had a bargaining session so uh, i got to talk to some lawyers this week on all sides of the fence <clears throat> and i gotta tell you i uh yeah when's the last time you talked to a lawyer do you go on dates with lawyers like when's the last time um you- i don't go on dates with lawyers but i'm friends with a decent number of lawyers okay brag well um the only lawyer i really speak to on a regular basis is my mother and i don't really count that um <laughs> yeah <laughs> But uh, yeah, they are a real funny bunch. And by funny, I mean not at all, uh, pretty much. Um, I was speaking to a labor lawyer, uh, you know, on our side, on the telephone. And uh, just, you know, hearing my, you know, when you're like having a conversation and you also, I mean, this is hopefully all the time when you're a self-aware person, but when you're speaking to someone and you just like, 
kind of are taking kind of a step back and you hear yourself and then you're imagining at the same time this other person yeah as someone who is not a self-aware person yes that does I mean it comes in waves you know maybe that's just like anxiety and hypervigilance and like emotional I don't know anxiety I don't know what it is but social overcompensation but when I tell you I was just I'm like here's how it is, Gabe. I'm like laying it down for Gabe. I mean, I didn't really say, I I felt like it was if I had my boots up on a table. That was that as if I sort of was taking a a long drag of a cigarette. Uh, And Gabe, after I go on this mini kind of explanation that sounds insane and I do say, I think, you know, not colorful words, but I'm not, I'm not censoring myself here with Gabe. It's straight talk. It's straight talk time with Gabe. Uh, and literally the only thing he said to me after i spoke was (laughs) as a response well that certainly sounds prudent and i was like you know what gabe it is prudent and thank you for real noticing and thank you for saying so um and sort of let's continue on with whatever the fuck you were telling me about um some sort of hearing some sort of board hearing um (laughs) No, just anyways, oh just very God. funny. I love that. I love that. You're, you're you're doing that. That's all you've got, lady. Two wrong feet that you're having your moment. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So um, a lot of but fun. But Gabe is I... on our side. So you're saying two right feet in beautiful shoes. <laughs> I just love, you know, I just love the clashing of sort of who am I on any given day? And, you know, I'm trying to make it consistent, but, you know, it's a very funny thing to... Uh, to do i actually one of my lawyer friends mm. my friend george um his wife is in uh like a mommy group on facebook yeah they have a child um and one of the moms is a lawyer and she said uh i'm a lawyer dealing with um employment and da, 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 da. george is a public defender so mm-hmm. he does not make bank yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and uh and my friend leah was in this mommy group and she was like this this woman who is this uh, employment lawyer uh she was like she's like she has all this beautiful stuff this beautiful home this beautiful baby carriage everything and she was like look george like there is this way to kind of have it all and and this woman is a is a labor lawyer and she has a beautiful home da, 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 da. and george was like let's google her Let's see what kind of mm-hmm. employment lawyer, mm-hmm. what kind of lawyer do you think mm-hmm. she is? Mm-hmm. Union busting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Union busting. Yeah, gotta be. Gotta be. Union busting. I was like, dang it. That is so fucking funny. I wouldn't be able to speak to that person. Oh, I mean, it's a mommy group on Facebook. It's not like. Oh, I think I was picturing a playground. I know you said Facebook, but in my head, yeah. it still was on uh, real life. Uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I. I think there are some me I, I obviously I don't know mommy. Well, Facebook. we don't need to know the details of your friends' mommy group. Meetup, it's also but... like, yeah, if she's friends with them. At the end of the day, like, I mean, honestly, some... I having kids, you know, not appealing to me anymore, and never really was to a certain extent. But I think one of the big things I've always kind of shuddered thinking about is dealing with parents. Oh, it seems parents. so crazy Awful. because. I think about two, like in a literal sense, my elementary school best friend, Annie Clark, her parents were Republicans. 
my parents are true like yeah. lib democrats same with her yeah orange man but you know whatever and they uh and obviously because of that annie's mom was a stay-at-home mom and my mom was not and so on 9-11 they yeah. literally i was picked up by mrs clark <laughs> first name unknown and um <laughs> And I think that that, like, I think that specific day was also like painful for my mom because my parents were very much like, this is reality. Like terrorism is, is part of uh, being a nation in the developed world. Like they tried to have a very like circumspect approach to 9-11. Wow. And obviously they were, my mom was like, and now I see like these, but luckily for my mom, I was just worried about snow. I don't know. I literally don't remember what they said. I'm sure they were like the dirty Arabs were evil. Oh, the Republican people who drove you home. Yeah. <clears throat> right. But I don't remember a fucking thing. I'm, you know, imagining all of the like how to talk to your kids about 9-11 that came during that time period. I, I would love to see uh, one of those guides now. Um, <laughs> how to talk to your kids about 9-11 my mom was like you can stay home from school the next day and just watch endless uh, newscasts that seems like a good idea for you to do I was um, just saying to me I feel like when I walk around New York and I see the dead lantern flies that everyone's been stomping yeah. to death yeah. that makes me that's my nine twelve. John Stewart crying on the Daily Show. Like I'm like, we come together as a city. Yes, we we I, are I get a community. It. We are one heart. It's so, so true. Put that on a tote bag. Oh my god! When I see the dead lantern flies, it really does move me. Because yes. it's like we live in this like post information age, and like anti mask, anti vax, like all of that is like so real in New York, and then. For some fucking reason, like the, the government was really. like, kill the lantern flies, and everyone was like, "I will." I mean, a good test, <laughs> a great test that they just did, and I love it. It's we obey. Hobby. We will obey. I love killing them. Um. Okay, <clears throat> Kelly, do you have a service story? I do. No, please share with the class. Um. So. This is like a little bit of guest slash work, which is that on Tuesday 9 yeah. On 9-11, <laughs> on a different Tuesday, Dang. this Tuesday, um, I went to dinner with my friends to Wen Wen, which is like a pretty hype, it's now like post-hype, but like still buzzy restaurant. It's been open for maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, Taiwanese restaurant. Uh, closes at 10. We made a reservation for 8.45. Got a whole fish. No, no, nothing from the server. We ordered the whole fish. Not a peep. She said, wonderful. Brings the whole fish out. At 10.01, we start getting... Kelly's doing a a dagger, a a, mean mug. All of a sudden, everyone turned into a gargoyle, perched watching us eat the fish i was like uh which also we used to work somewhere that closed at midnight and but at 11 they started cutting off certain dishes and it was like from 11 to 12 there was a limited menu yeah i'm like that's fine if you want to say we close at 10 
after nine o'clock, you can't order the whole fish. Or When did you get the fish? When was the fish brought to the table? I don't know. Some normal time. Okay. Okay. And I was like, listen, just also you close at 10. It's not that big no, a deal. It's not right. You're it's not, not that fucking serious. It's New and York just City. do right. It's New York City. And my restaurant also closes at 10. And I am very much like there's a grace period of like an hour, honestly, if you're being good. Honestly, especially on like Friday, Saturday, grace period of an hour. I agree. I also like from you training me, you being the literal person who trained me, oh I'm like, you don't like burn the ice. You don't break down the bar till the last person has rest- left the restaurant. And like my, my restaurant is like part of this too, where it's like, last call everyone out. Like, <laughs> it's like the lights go sudden, up yeah 10 15 should we turn the lights up no no we shouldn't we should just linger for a second just do all the side work there's and so just- much to do you dumb fuck and also like just you if you're like i've truly done everything that i could do and i can't do more because people are still here go outside and have a fucking cigarette like, nobody's going to get mad at you at that point. No one's going to be like, you're milking the clock. Like, just go outside. Like, that's what I don't understand, too, is I'm like, sometimes I understand that there are certain managers, certain owners who will be like, oh, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. But you can ignore those people and say, sometimes the only thing you can do is lean. Sometimes the only thing you do is have two fingers of wine talk to your coworker, bitch about something for half an hour and hope that somebody gets up it's like it's no big deal it's part of the job really and the friends that i was with worked at a much higher end restaurant than where i work yeah and their restaurant closes at 10 30 and they were like it's in our restaurant too and they're like people are regularly walking away with like $500 $500 checks, $500 plus yeah. dollar checks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still at like 1045, people are like, so we're getting dessert orders because we are closing down the kitchen. And I was like, that is. I would not be happy. And I, look, I, I, was, I was there late one time and I did break a glass because I was too drunk. And that specific restaurant though, it's very funny. <laughs> I have I have one in my I hung one up in my room because it made me laugh so much. It's like still like it says VIP post of FOH. Like both of our names are like <laughs> it's Man, that's why we're VIP. Send me a picture of that. I'm obsessed with that. So funny. That's so sick. Um God, I gotta get back to New York where people give me some fucking respect. Um just kidding. Now that I have my truck, people give me respect. That's actually true. Yeah. Finally, um, that's crazy. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, just to say, like, obviously I see both sides. Like, I also want to get home, but I simply don't think it's a big deal. And this is true. I'm probably to the chagrin of my coworkers. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Oh, someone wants to order a drink at 10.05. That's fine. I'll make it. That's, I mean, that's good. Also, like, they should, they obviously knew you were industry. I'm sure they could tell or knew you. And it's like, 
be fucking cool about it, dude. Like make an exception. If you have, if, it, if it's making an exception make this exception. Right. Or like, I do think it's like, to me, it's just like, just have the clear communication. And it's like, if I'm ordering right. a whole fish at nine o'clock, like our res was 845, we probably put in our order at like, yeah, nine, nine o five, whatever. Like say, Hey, you're putting in this whole fish. I just want to give you a heads up. We want every, we want the dining room clear by 10 15. And so like, we're going to get the food out as expeditiously as possible. And then you eat it as expeditiously as possible. Reservations past a certain point, bitch. Right. Or like, yeah, like also that would have been fine if they were like, oh, cool. So it's nine o'clock. So we don't, we're not doing the fish, the fish because you're going to be here till 10 30 then. I would have been like, oh, I totally understand that. But instead it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, oh, everyone in here wants me dead. <laughs> I'm in trouble. Yeah. I am in big trouble. That's fucking lame. I was like, mm. so anyway, the pandemic, yeah. the long, the long reach of the pandemic. I know. It's oh. like 10, 15 is bedtime for some reason. <sighs> it's very annoying. Um, I went to a sick as hell bar uh, in Portland um, with friend of the podcast. I don't even know what that means. I just say it sometimes. Uh, Brian Denning, host of of Sunder, another great Mm -hmm. podcast you should listen to. Um, And and his wife. And uh, it was so it's like all of these great old bars in Portland are not only enormous, but have carpeting and they're which is weird because it's like a rainy i don't understand the carpeting thing but they're fucking huge this one was like all the original decor it was just like velvet booths a fucking fake fireplace in the middle but it wasn't like it didn't it didn't feel like it was like new nouveau fake dive it was like yeah really fucking cool but actual fucking well, yeah, the carpet lies uh, exactly a real history exactly. So, and I was like, you know, I was getting like high lifes, and the bartender like was just like, you know, this you know weary woman, and it was great. Anyways, but it was pretty early. I think it was like nine thirty or ten, and we're like hanging out, and uh, <laughs> this group is like pretty like not that many people in there, and this group of people came in and. Um, that's actually a crazy story. I'm not going to go super into detail, but the this party was like five, four or five people. One of the women, um, there was like a good, you know, uh, 90s mix playing. A Mariah Carey song came on. This woman, and when I say like it's, a, it's an enormous high ceiling den of a place, there are maybe <laughs> two other people in this giant room. Us, my friends, and this other group, and like a couple... This woman gets up and does a full, silent, choreographed, improvised dance, (laughs) lip sync to this Mariah Carey song with a chair, like going around people in the, and like, just like no fucking shame, balls to the fucking wall is just- Were her friends? Like what was the reaction of her They were kind of quiet too. Like it was, it was literally just a couple of people watching this woman go absolutely nuts to this song. I'm telling you full body, like 
head flipping, getting up on a chair, like throwing herself around, like extremely into mm-hmm. it dancing, mm-hmm. giving it her all for the entire song, Kelly. She did not stop after a little bit being like, LOL, right. I love this song. Like that was my little bit. She, she committed to the bit for a solid song, just doing this by herself. Wow. It was really impressive and insane. I've never seen anything like it. Um, no audience really to, to speak of. Um, so that happened. And then this other woman in the same group turned to us, started talking. My friend Brian's wearing a DSA jacket, whatever we're right. talking. She's like, oh, she's she has a slight Liverpool accent and a cast. And I was like, this woman is... She's got a story. She's got something to say, I guarantee it. And boy, did she. Uh, she started talking to us about, oh, you... Oh yeah, I just joined the DSA. Yeah, and oh, I'm oh, my parents were union, and oh, it's so cool that you guys both, you know, you organizers. That's so important. Here's my sh- showed a tattoo. No Warbeck class work tattoo. Yeah, here's my tattoo. I just got it. Yeah, so fucking cool. And then she goes, Yeah, but I am a scab right now. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually a re- yeah, I'm really a scab right now because I'm actually doing work right now. I'm I'm acting. I'm an actor. So. I fucked the SAG Afro, you know, they only cab. And I was like, uh, <laughs> and I was okay. so, I was so tired and just like, did not, I didn't want to talk to this woman, period. I didn't really want to talk to anyone, to be honest, but I didn't have, I was like, I actually cannot do this right now. Like, I cannot acknowledge that you said that. I can acknowledge anything about it. It's not worth my fucking time right now. <laughs> I can't meet you where you're at. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm like, please leave me alone. Um, but it was a shock to the system. I've never had anyone just tell me they're a scab also after telling me <laughs> no war, but class war, I'm a scab is slash like, I'm a scab. I was like, what is happening in this country? Also, you're British. Get the fuck out. I mean, that's really, <laughs> that's actually really the, the, the moral of this fucking story leave us alone um and look i'm not saying oh you have to bow down to your fucking you know big business bullshit union but like fuck off like don't well i think that's the thing is you don't (sighs) but i also think from what my understanding of the strike is which is not great because it doesn't affect me at all because actors are telling us how it's going and they are liars (laughs) um but just kidding guys I think that this particular strike is not <laughs> it's it's very much in the interests of small you know what I mean like it's about right and I'm like oh sorry people are knocking a future for working class actors sorry you're people are knocking down the doors of a woman on the wrong side of 40 with an arm cast and a Liverpool <laughs> accent what kind of Sorry, what kind of what kind of fucking roles are you <laughs> snagging during this time, babe? Not to, I mean, she's like, I'm, I'm gonna be the new, the, yeah. Brie Larson's not doing Miss Marvel anymore, so I'm gonna be stepping in for her because she's on strike right now. I'm like, get a better skincare routine, and maybe you wouldn't have to scab, babe. Okay, sorry, that's enough. That's enough, Devane. Let it go. <laughs> okay um also i will say i've had several people be surprised about my age uh, who i have revealed so let it be known let it be known still Um, got it i don't think 
that anyone is surprised about my age, but well, you lie about your age, so that's true. I do lie about it. Um, okay, it's surprised about that too. If they want to be nice, I don't lie about it in person. I only lie about it in dating apps. Now. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't speak of it, so that's the same thing. Um, okay, twenty-four minutes in, though. To be fair, everybody, we have been talking about restaurants and bars for the last like ten. Um, it's still on topic. It's still on topic, and don't get it twisted. Are we playing a caller voicemail? I don't think so, simply because of um, time. Oh, correct. That, we'll that do makes it next sense. Time. Okay, we'll uh, it next but time. still, do please call in to the FOH hotline, the number of which I really should have memorized by now because um, it's not hard. I purposely chose it so it wouldn't be hard, um, and yet every time I have to look it up, um, but... The number is uh, 414-533-5-FOH-DIAL, toll-free. Um, okay, our topic this week, um, another classique piece mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the New York Times, The Gray Lady, the paper of record. Um, you know, I'm actually surprised. You know, I bet this article has been written before in uh, for this paper, but let's take a, a fresh look at an, at a at an old fave here, uh, in a in a piece by Becky Hughes. Again, never shade to any of these writers. God bless you. Um, do well sometimes. Um, <clears throat> some shade, some 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 shade, um, and some I actually hate you and wish you the worst. But Becky, you're fine. Um, do cocktail glasses have a gender for some men? Clearly. Um, this is, of course, what you might imagine and could probably write this in your head uh, in mm-hmm. the next sort of 30 seconds. Um, and but, but allow us to do it for you. Uh, allow us to sort of take it uh, bit by bit and break down the complicated uh, gender dynamics that happen in the glassware world. Um, where everything is not what it seems or should be everything is not as it seems <laughs> um <laughs> in terms of wish you the worst i did the other night when i was drunk on instagram uh <laughs> just comment on someone's random reel a reel that did not have like twenty thousand likes like it had like 800 likes like cool. very much this person saw the comment i said i hope your parents die Kelly, <laughs> i'm sure they deserve it but um well actually i i asterisked out the eye because they wouldn't let me post it with them okay that's fair dough they, you could have meant dough <laughs> i hope your parents see a beautiful baby dear um anyway uh yes yeah, so this as Lillian said this article you could you could you don't need to read it no. it's about how specifically fine it's it's always funny also when um the Times starts taking pot shots at its like core audience. <laughs> um, it is specifically targeting finance bros. And yeah. it's like, these men will not drink anything that is not in a fucking rocks glass, um, which is hilarious and definitely something I've experienced as a bartender. Yes, of course, we all have. Um very funny also just funny like i imagine getting like your sources for the the quotes for this you know i mean hilarious also okay so 
everyone has had this experience as a bartender for the most part, or, or maybe you're with people who you don't like or respect and they're kind of one of one of these men, but um, yeah, you order a drink, it comes in a glass that is, uh, has a feminine air to it, or there's God forbid a straw. This is the funny, <laughs> the, the straw to me is, is, is very funny. I'm the a straw, straw is girl. So I need a straw at all times, but the straw thing they really get upset about um and i get it you 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 know it's not like you look like you pound pussy when you fucking are drinking out of a straw sure one time i bought my brother a camelback for his birthday and he was like i appreciate this but it's really gay (laughs) and i was like okay he's like i'm gonna take out the camelback card and just use it as a backpack i was like um you can just return it like i was like so you just want like a hundred dollar backpack that's tiny I do, but it's a different kind. Um, yeah, that's up. cute, but um, uh, I mean, I agree with your brother, but in a different kind of way. Um, I know, but I was like, this no, is he's an outdoorsy guy. Yeah, I was. He like, and he also like, he does smoke a pack a day, so I was like, you need to like offset that somehow. You were imagining him just walking around in regular outfit, just with a camel bag at all times. <laughs> no, but I'm just cigarette? he does it when he's outdoors too. Like literally, he's oh, like weird. it doesn't okay. it doesn't matter. Like he'll Hiking be on the smoking hike. a cigarette is the opposite of gay. That's really cool. <laughs> I wish he was. No, he's such a freak. <laughs> um, and yeah, I was like, this is you need to like. I was like, I don't know how it works, but I was like, I'm sure that like somehow if you get enough water, you're getting less nicotine. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyways, these men aren't having it. And, (laughs) uh, which is funny because like, I guess to me, I think it's hot when like guys drink, like a man drinking a martini is the world is as it should be. Right. Out of, and those, those are in, you know, martini glasses, coops, right. Um, sure. A man drinking something out of rocks glass, also the world as it should be, but, um, don't order a bitch drink if you don't want a bitch glass my feeling is just like your masculinity like i am usually not gonna i'm not gonna think about it if you are holding a nick and nora but if you say i need it in a rock then i'm I'm thinking about it no you're fragile you're fragile you huge red flag Here's the thing. You get a drink like that. Here's what you do. You drink it in two sips and you get another drink. Dumbass. Like, I know. And then, so they were like talking to a bartender who was like, now what we do. And he said he had seen this more and he kind of associated it with the pandemic, which I was like, is that true? Um, but that they like denote on the menu. They're like coop. I've Collins. seen that. I've seen that many times before. I I know, I know that that's what that. I was like. I was like, I've seen that before. And I think a lot of it has to do with also just, um, guests are stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. And I think it makes, I do think it actually makes sense at a, at a high volume place where people, if they are surprised by something like that, they're gonna send it back. It's gonna fucking. It's right. like and it's just it better to put it as a fucking foolproof. Yeah, thing. I will also say in terms of menus, something we do is like I don't like a cocktail menu that just lists all the ingredients of a cocktail because it's like even as a bartender, I'm like, well, I, that doesn't necessarily tell me what it's gonna taste like, and now you're just like overwhelming me. And if it's like, why are you putting velvet flannel if there's a quarter ounce like you don't need to denote that like why of course not and so 
I really would like to get into it. I, I really want like a, a spare menu in general. Agreed. And that's what we do at my restaurant is like the cocktails have like three main things that are yeah in them. And that's it. Like, like I'm not going to break it down. Is their juice is, you know, is like, exactly. Kind of that, yeah. But like, especially if it's this orange bitters why are you fucking telling me no god shut the fuck up no one needs to know that relax no absolutely and i mean i love the idea they they talk about well one they acknowledge that like there's a reason certain drinks come in certain glasses like it's not just like having a laugh we're putting it like as a bit it's like there's a fucking reason you don't want to warm up a martini with your hands anyways but they reference this um, in his 2019 book, Alchemy, the surprising power of ideas that don't make sense. Kill if yourself. I a, if I had a spare moment, yes, please, I please. Uh, if I had a spare moment in my life right now, I would read one page of this book because I would love to. <laughs> I mean, please. I'll be on Google Books. I mean, would love to see this fucking rory sutherland's thoughts um but here we go a few years ago we discovered no you didn't that men were reluctant to order a cocktail in a bar in part because they had no foreknowledge of the glass in which it would be served these motherfuckers are making hand over fist as consultants anyway if you everybody listen to me if you feel like you don't have the skills to do something if you feel shy about your talents remember that rory sutherland is Mm -hmm. out here telling people about men and glasses and getting paid probably hundreds of thousands of dollars to do so so just i want you to take that next step reach for the fucking stars you can do it i swear i believe in you this motherfucker is saying here's my genius idea put pictures of drinks on a menu have you been to a fucking tiki bar or fucking giant chinese restaurant in the last 30 years what do you think they have on the menu giant pictures of what you're going to order groundbreaking stuff sorry there's no reason for me to be so angry i'm obviously angry no it's just truly it is like um also the way that men are caught it's like we keep them in this prison because (laughs) the way that they are coddled it's like men are afraid to order a drink it's like well that's what like what are you even saying i ask a question i don't understand i I literally don't understand like it's also i think it's just we've 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 given too much and for men and women and the non-binary we have given too much uh, credence to kind of every passing emotion. It's like, of course I feel a flicker of anxiety anytime I leave the house. This does not mean that I'm embarrassed to order a drink. Dude, this is what I say, 100% agree. It's like, because you feel anxious, that doesn't mean you, you feel unsafe. Because your feelings are hurt, that's not trauma. and also just the any momentary like okay if you are in a bar and you're like how is maledi pronounced am i gonna say that wrong that's not necessary like we just because you have that passing thought that doesn't mean that you have 
even experience the emotion that is tied to that passing thought. It's not a problem. It's like to touching stop. a hot stove and moving your hand yeah. away. You didn't experience pain because you moved your hand away so quickly. You move on from it. Oh, I don't know how to say that. I'm not really sure what that ingredient is. Let it. That's no. I, pass through the transom. You have a strong character. You you have a strong constitution. That's why. Yes. You can handle. I feel uncomfortable 75% of the time, time, at least. And that's a low estimate. So I just like, you want, why do you think my shoulders are two knots together, barely right. functioning with the joints? It's like, yeah, I, everything feels bad. So, and one of them quite often is walking into a place where I don't know what the fuck's going on and do I go to the oh bar do I sit down yeah it's weird I don't know deal with it and everyday get a- life is that is also this is another pet peeve of mine people call the restaurant oh I'm on my way in what's the wait I'm not gonna fucking tell you so if you're on your way in just come in I promise we'll get you seated as quickly as possible but I'm not gonna tell you because it's New York. The restaurant is 28 fucking seats. So I'm not going to tell you what the wait is because you're going to come in in 20 minutes and then you're going to be pissed that it's not still that wait. And also there is not a wet, like the only no, people it's... who know things for certain are fucking terminal cancer patients. So it's actually a privilege <laughs> to live your life with these moments of the unknown. Order the drink. Maybe it comes in a coupe. Maybe you Wonderful. delight, maybe you delight in a new experience, a new, a new sensation. What do your fingers feel like when they grace a stem of a glass? Maybe you've never felt that before. Why don't you close your eyes and let that feeling sort of wash over you and let those sensory experiences change you in some small way, sir. <sighs> okay. Anyways, this is a thing now that they want to talk about. I mean, it's a, it's been a thing obviously, but there's a lot of really funny, um, as a society, we're working towards dismantling gender roles and gender dynamics, says Haley Traub, the general manager at Attaboy on the Lower East Side. Why is this the one little thing we're still holding on to? I would argue it's not the one little thing we're still holding yeah. on to, but um, agree. They did you know, go ahead and overturn Roe, so. Yeah, that's not um, the one. But, uh, and also, I'm not too terribly concerned about this you know shocking trend of just shitty guys being dicks in bars because we this is a problem that will never be solved in our lifetimes but you know we we soldier on and we put little uh you know hieroglyphics on our menus to ease the minds and 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 hearts of these men these men of industry and you know i say god bless and i hope everybody gets what they want out of this i hope everybody goes to sleep easier and you know what it ends on a positive note this beautiful this beautiful piece because it ends with a guy and he's like you know what i started drinking cosmos fuck it hey is that not a little hope for the future do we not love the New York Times? They always throw in something at the end there. Look Come at that. On. And things are, hey, the winds they are a blowing, the times they are a changing. Okay. Something happening here. You know, another yeah. roll credits. I think that, um, like, then it becomes a flex. It's also that, like, then it becomes a flex to be like, <laughs> 
it's so cool that guy who's like i just drink coffee. I know, like, yeah, cannot win it's all annoying it's all annoying but it becomes a flex too and it's like i bet that guy is fucking knee deep in pussy because it's like <laughs> then that's peacocking you know what i mean like yeah, then yeah, a girl's yeah. like oh my god what are you drinking oh god, you're crazy, you're crazy. It, would it work on me yeah probably yeah, the right i don't know i don't know the right outfit i don't know <laughs> I mean, just I'm saying this guy's probably wearing like chinos and a little collared shirt and drinking a Cosmo. That's not going to do it for me, but yeah. if there's a Nehru collar and some a wire rim collar, Really? No, not really, Lillian, but okay, I'm just well, saying. I mean, you said it. What am I? Sp- I'm not supposed to not believe you now every time you talk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, this is the new sort of discovery. Okay, well... Thank God that's not true. That was really worrying for a second. This, I to come back no, first of all, if anyone's wearing a neighbor crawler, it's like you've owned that shirt for like five years, which like sustainability win, but like why what like take it out of the rotation, dude? Oh God, Kelly. The people here just don't really know that much about men's. I don't know. Okay. That people here dress so badly kelly that's okay it's okay um it's okay <laughs> um okay well i don't know if we have any new patrons i simply haven't checked but um we're doubtful. about to record a patreon episode yeah and we'll do a newsletter this week yes yes we will um and then i think kelly and i are gonna go on vacation together i think that's the plan we're trying to we're trying to plan we're trying to make it happen so not that you're gonna get content of that because we have to rest our weary bones but just to give you guys a heads up get some photos yeah get some photos but if you're interested in our lives kind of more generally that's just a little update for you um all right Everyone, uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. Review, rate, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Tell a producer. Just kidding. And uh, have a great week at work. Love ya. Love ya. Bye. Bye.